Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi everyone, welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta from Single in the City. It's the first Sunday of the month, which means it's time for another edition of the Pop Culture Show with my co-host Joan Kelly Walker Hello. of the Real Housewives of Toronto and the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker Collection. And this show is where we discuss celebrity and entertainment news, current events, and all topics relationship-related. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships with exes, what happens to the engagement ring when you break up, fashion and proper date fashion with our special guest, Jordan Aaron McKay. She's a fashion designer here in the city of Toronto and founder of the brand Hendrix Rowe. Hello. Hi. Inspired <laughs> by the vintage rock and roll and old Hollywood glamour icons, Jimi Hendrix and Marilyn Monroe. I just love it. Hendrix Rowe embodies the epitome of glamorous rocker couture. Hi. Uh-huh. Welcome. Wow. See, Welcome, I everybody. Didn't know that. I didn't know the origin of the name. I love it even more now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So do you, you. Sh- should we reference uh, you as Hendrix Rowe or Jordan? You know, it's so funny. It's like most people believe I'm actually a man. Like in, in uh, like on Instagram, they're always like, hello, sir. I'm like, no, I'm a girl. But yeah, you can call me Jordan or well, Hendrix. every once in a while, though, on your Instagram, you need to pop in there and like have a face of you. Your you know, yeah, you, you wearing your brand. No, I, sometimes I'm so happy to be behind the scenes. I thought when I was younger that I'd love to be like an actress or like on television, but nah. But I'm, people want to really see who you are. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You're going to get picked up a lot, let me tell you, because you're single, right? I, I am very single. Okay. That's very why I'm here. single. <laughs> Sorry, Joan. And I'm very not. <laughs> you're very I'm not. I'm very not. As I'm looking at that ring, you're not. <laughs> so Jordan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, okay. what initially drew you to fashion? I know uh, that you left law school to follow your dreams. So tell us a little bit about that and yeah, about you. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I was following my uh, family's footsteps. My father, my brother are both amazing lawyers. And I was following in their footsteps. And I was flying back. I, um, a long time ago, met a amazing man actor who is the ex um, that lived here and we moved to Vancouver together so um, from there um, you know I really followed in his footsteps and tried to make he became my everything right and then when we broke up I decided I need to get something for myself so then I decided yeah I'm going to go into law school and uh, do all that but so I was flying from Calgary, where I was in school, to Vancouver to see my girlfriends for my birthday weekend. And I was the horrible person that everyone hates when they see you coming on board of a flight. I've got every bag, every hat, everything. And it's 7 a.m. and I'm so happy and hyper. And <laughs> you know what I mean? With my triple espresso and Finally, I sit down beside this man whom I accidentally spilt my coffee into his lap and then was like trying to make amends. Me, like, let me pat. And he's, <laughs> he's like, like, no, no I'm, I'm okay. I, he's like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you are. Anyways, <laughs> um, the whole time I sat in silence, kind of wanting to be like, I'm so sorry, not knowing how. But then all of a sudden, we just kind of broke the ice, started talking. And he looked at me and said, what is it you really want to be? And I was like, why? Because I'm blonde? Like, Law school's great. And he goes, yeah, but you don't light up when you talk about it. And he goes, like, if there's one thing in the entire world that you could say, 
rock star, whatever. And I was like, well, a fashion designer. And he's like, tell me about that. And I spoke until like we literally landed. And he's like, you know that we're landing now in Vancouver and you you have it all figured out. Like a business plan, you know exactly what you want to do, where you want to go with it. You see the vision. And if you were to ask me even 10 minutes before boarding that flight, do you ever think that you could be a fashion designer? I'd be like, F you. Like, no. Like, where do I even start? Yeah, it's amazing how people come into your Mm -hmm. life for a reason. Yeah, and he said to me, "Um, here's my card. You got one week. Get me a business plan. I'm like, I'm flying here to, like, for my birthday. And he's like, well, this is the first move. And you'll kind of show me if this is what you want to do, then this is meant to be. So instead of going out with my friends, I made a business plan, sent it in, and I sent it in. I remember I was flying on a Wednesday, sent it on, I think, a Thursday or Friday, and then next following Tuesday, I had my very first investor. Wow. Wow. And you didn't take design school? You didn't go to design school or anything? No. You know what? I really believe in the arts. It's the same as acting. You don't need to go to an acting school. Models, like if you're... Moms out there that are investing in their daughters to take modeling classes, it's not legit. Like, you either you get it or you don't. It's in your soul. Yeah. Wow, amazing. That's yeah. inspirational. Yeah. We need to take a break, though. We'll be right back on the Dating and Relationship Show, the Pop Culture Edition. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the pop culture edition with Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto and the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker collection available at Walmart. That's right. Joan, how's that going? Walmart.ca, amazing. Yeah, I've amazing. seen all your posts. Yeah, and like, yeah, and it's, you know, it's for charity and that's going great. We've partnered with the Breakfast Club of Canada and did you know that one in five kids is at risk of going to school without a proper breakfast and one in three most likely will. So that's over a million kids in our country. And you need proper nutrition in order to to learn. And kids that don't have the breakfast, they, uh, you know, they have a hard time focusing, they get frustrating, uh, they tend to skip classes. So, uh, you know, it really makes a difference. It's amazing what you're doing, Joan. Yes, thank and you. I definitely look up to you. Thank yeah, you. I do. And I look up to Jordan even more now <laughs> as a designer, which, you know, I, I barely fit in that category. But just, you know, everything that's involved in this industry is very complicated and what you have done just starting like from a totally clean slate and what you've built up and your designs are so incredible and unique oh, and and impactful they really are <laughs> yes you. and Jordan for anybody tuning in right now she's a founder of the brand Hendrix Row amazing Yay. brand Yay. <laughs> okay so ladies I want to ask both of you this who are your pop culture style icons Joan First of all, I would say, I mean, just getting back to my roots when I was a little girl, I'd watch my mom and my grandma, who were not fashionistas, and they didn't have very much in their closet, but... I saw the way that it elevated their mood when they dressed up. And so that was really beautiful. And 
I've always been a huge fan of Princess Diana. Just love her. And it's amazing talking to your sister this summer because she said growing up, you were like the, the girl. You always put makeup on her and try to dress yeah, her. And yeah. you were always into fashion. She was fashion. like my little sister, but she's my big sister. <laughs> and she would just she would just go along with it. She was great. And, uh, and we'd share clothes. It's so fun. Jordan. Uh, obviously, Jimi Hendrix and Marilyn Monroe. Of course. Hence the name, Hendrix Row. And Keith Richards, like, if you're listening, uh, I'm still available. <laughs> Are you? Well, we'll make sure that he does listen. We'll send I'm him this uh, this, this uh, podcast right after the show. Yeah, but I agree as well. Like, with John, uh, my mom was everything. She taught me about fine lines and materials and great fabrics over labels before that. I remember crying to her one time when I won that stupid, disgusting Gucci velour. Oh. sweatsuit she's like you're not wearing it it's terrible thank you mom <laughs> I still I now, thank you <laughs> do you do you ladies feel that fashion and pop culture sets unreasonable expectations for regular people wow you know I think some people don't see the difference between what you see on the runway and the way that the collection kind of translates down to real people they think that runway stuff is like well I can't possibly wear that that's ridiculous but once it's actually something you know available it's quite different yeah. Yeah, right? I, what do you mean real people when you say, like, well, are we like, not all humans? Okay, okay, but just I don't. just mean that people that are not in the fashion industry. Like, for example, uh, like someone like myself. I'm like, not in the fashion industry. So sometimes when I see, all, like, I look at Joan's stuff, and she's always in something glamorous, and then I, I kind of get a little, you know, tingly inside and thinking, do I need to be wearing that? <laughs> you know, I question myself. The way that you dress is just, it, like, most people don't dress like that. Hmm. They just okay. don't. Thank you. For the most but, part. But, you know, I think the thing is defining what you're comfortable in and sticking to that. That's really important. Yeah, everybody has their own style. I yeah. agree. But you have to admit as well, because you are constantly at different events. How yeah. exhausting is that? Yeah, well, um, yes and no. Because I feel like you have, like, four changes a day. Yeah, I do. I've had four already today, you know actually. What I mean? That's what <laughs> I mean. And I'm not even kidding. And, like, people think that's a glamorous way. Like, people always say to me, oh, my God, fashion's so glamorous. I'm like... I think are that the, I said you, that to you when I first I met like, you. It is the most non, like a fashion designer. It is the most non glamorous job it's I've so ever. It's so interesting done. that you're saying that because when I first met you a few weeks ago, Hendrix Row, uh, you were wearing like this ripped T-shirt with this oversized <laughs> jacket. I think you had a hat on. <laughs> Everyone was in cocktail dresses, and, and then you had like these like... long velour pants on over your shoes. We couldn't even see what shoes you were wearing, and it was like a breath of fresh air for me. I looked at you. I, I don't know if you remember me saying that. I was I like, do. like if I wore that, I think people would think that I was a bum or something. But you wearing it, and I hope you didn't take it offensively. But you looked oh, amazing in it, and it's I would so love to be able to to go out like that. But I wouldn't feel confident. In doing that. And you said, Laura, fashion is anything you want it to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm always about, like, let your freak flag fly. Like, do you. You know, I never got into this business to dictate this collection is something, like, you need to wear Hendrix Row. If you like it, you love it, wear it. And I've always said that. But I'm... I'm just really blessed that I get to do, I'm going to tear up what I love to do every single day. And that's a blessing itself for all of those that love my collection and follow Hendrix Row and love Hendrix Row. I'm going to actually cry. She's exhausted, guys. She, she's uh, <laughs> Tell us why you're exhausted. She's She stayed up all night. She's I've been going up all night because, yeah, I'm finishing uh, my newest collection. So I leave on Monday. 
to finish it all. So yeah, it's, it, I am not like any other designer. Like every design, we're up 24 hours a day. I don't think it's ever, I, I just think it's kind of actually starting to get to me a, a little bit more. Like I loved when I used to be the underdog and Hendrix are always new, but now it's like, you know, people forget that I this brand started in 2015 that was three years ago and people tend to think like I've been around for 10 years and stuff mm -hmm. it, it's it you know I don't know it's becoming a little bit hard <laughs> uh, but you're also you're in the trenches you're doing everything. everything a lot of a lot of designers have assistants doing everything and you're percent. doing it like I, I backstage of fashion week when I see all these designers with a whole team I'm my team we're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. We're talking to fashion designer Hendrix Rowe. Joan Kelly Walker's here on the Pop Culture Edition. Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Okay, my little love bug. Okay, here we go. Everybody, you're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta of singleinthecity.ca. Joining me in the studio today for the Pop Culture Edition each and every month is Joan Kelly Walker. She's from the Real Housewives of Toronto, but I Thank think you. you guys all Hello. know who she is. And she's the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker Collection available at walmart.ca and look who's here jordan <gasps> j-dog the designer behind, behind the microphone hendrix row and so ladies i want to talk about what to wear on a date could be first date could be a date with your husband let's just talk about what to wear on a date how about when you want to impress somebody okay so let's start with that hendrix Rowe, like you, you go should ahead. tell us that like, I'm coming to you for love advice so okay. tell me what, what i should be wearing okay. like my justin bieber Outfits are not helping. So Is that what know. you would wear on a date, though? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I get separation anxiety if I take these army pants off. Let me see. I do. They smell. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, like, you know that little kid that was like, I need to wear this Spider-Man outfit and I'm wearing yeah. it forever? That's these pants. Okay, so first of all, uh, you have to feel good in what you're wearing. Because if you feel yes. good in what you're wearing, you're going to look good. And Done. confidence is everything. Check. Okay, perfect. But it also depends who you're having a date with, right? Yeah. Like if you're having a date with a hardcore business guy, you know, maybe you want to wear something a little more businessy. I don't know. Is that something? No, that even the something? hardcore business guy doesn't they want you to wear down. something okay. businessy. No. First of all, comfort should be your first priority. Oh. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is to be fidgeting with your outfit all night long. Another tip is wear something that fits your body. I can't stand if you know, like if. Even guys, this is for you as well. If you're a size 32, do not wear a size 36. Like, it's just annoying. Doesn't that or annoy Or a size 30. Yeah. That's even worse. I'm wearing my, my army pants. They're five times too big for Okay, me. well, you stop doing but that. But that's a look. <laughs> no, that's a look. This is why you're single, Jordan. <laughs> now, how okay. about, Joan, and you can probably speak to this, women that tend to be a little bit heavier will wear something bigger because they they think that they're going to look skinnier in it or they're they're hiding their curves mm -hmm. but it, that's the opposite is true i think everybody has to wear something that fits them right here right now like if you're buying something thinking okay i'm going to fit into that then you know chances are you may not ever get into it so you need to just dress for where you are right now and what makes you feel good i love that you said that i have it's a so whole true. wall of, of like pants that i was like 
when I get back skinny. But why not wear one of those tummy tuckers? What are those things called? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 Spanx. I, I am not the a breed. Spanx. Spanx. Fitwear. I love Shapewear. Spanx, but I'm just not a burrito baby. I'm good. Okay. Also, <laughs> choose a color that you're often complimented on. How about oh, that? Oh, that's a good one. Let's talk about what guys should wear on a date. Anybody have a clue? Mm. I think about- guys have, you know, they get in their mind what they're comfortable with and they do stick to it more than women. Women always think, oh, I don't have that in orange plaid. So they buy something that's kind of outside of their Your comfort zone. Your jacket's squeaking on my, my jacket's squeaking. Hey, I love it. She's going to a whole I'm going to wear this later. and I'm going to move okay. like this So all how day. about some dark wash jeans? Okay. Black, maybe. That's good. A button-down shirt. But what if you go you into just... a restaurant to meet a guy for the first time and he's like, I'm the guy with the black jeans. But how do you know that that's the guy that you're meeting? Well, meet at the front. Usually like, when you're you meeting someone, to you're going to... a PTA gonna... meeting or like to a date? <laughs> well, typically you're going to know who you're... If like you're meeting someone from an online dating site, you know who you're meeting because you've seen him before, hopefully, so you can <laughs> spot him. But if I'm setting up a date, I tell people to meet in the lobby. And listen, you you wearing always, dark wash like, jeans and a button down. No, but you always know. <laughs> no, you always I don't. Know if I ever the... see you in a lobby, man. <laughs> How about girls? Okay, what should girls wear? I, you know, it depends where you're going. Like jeans are okay, but I think on for a first date, you got to put some effort into it. You got to make sure your hair's done, your makeup's done. Wear something you feel great in, something you feel nice and a little sexy in. Just be comfortable. How about a casual like, dress? Do something. Make the Joan effort. Kelly Walker ha- yes. collection has dresses a, a lot of casual dresses, dresses year round, all the time. Yeah, uh, skinny jeans, a silk camisole, blouse, no, I'm heels. Into, like a men's suit, like a sexy suit. I just think we're past the time when women need to have their ass and t- out. Like, I, so you like, can look I'm like disgust- Justin Bieber, but he needs to be in a suit. I never said he needed to be. I'm making fun of you because you just told my date he needed to show up in dark wash jeans and a button down. I would walk away if I saw him. Okay. <laughs> and can you do that? Can you actually just. Okay, Laura, can you do that? If you get a look at him and he's not wearing something you, you know, like, can you just back away? Well, no. We, we're going to talk about that when we come Uber. back on the Dating and Relationship Show. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are back. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show Pop Culture Edition. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. And sitting beside me to my right is Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto and the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker Collection. And fashion designer Hendrix Rowe is in our studio today, otherwise known as Jordan. Hello. And before the break, we were talking about fashion on a break, and they were making fun of me because, uh, you know, well, Hendrix Rowe was, because she said <laughs> that if she saw a guy wearing dark jeans, dark wash, I meant like dark jeans, like black or, you know, like dark denim jeans. That's what I mean. You would yeah. back away. Yeah, I just like a guy with style, I guess. Well, that's stylish. You can be no. stylish and wear dark nah. jeans. What, what, what do you call stylish? Army pants? <laughs> 
Oh, good one, Touche. <laughs> but if you meet, oh, you won that. Battle. If you meet online and all you see is a couple of pictures, I mean, you don't know if they're stylish or not until you get there, right? So can you back away? That's my question. Right. No, you can't back away because that's just cruel, and it's called killer. karma, and it's gonna come back to bite you. So no, don't back away. And you know what? The date doesn't have to be long. What? I always have a one-hour date rule. Give the guy one hour, and it's just like you get there. It's like I only have an hour today, and if, I mean, if the guy's a total jerk, you can just—that's when you can back away and leave. But can if the guy's wearing ugly clothes, who cares about that? Because you can change a man's clothing. I've clothed all my men. <laughs> like none of them have had great style. I buy them their clothes. Oh, see, I, I need a man with good style. Joan, can I don't you have, I don't can have you time clothe your husband? You. I I pick out stuff for him, but he has a very distinct style. He yeah. wears what. What, what he fits wants. him well. He's he's got broad shoulders, but he's very slender. So it has to be a certain cut for him, and he's very particular with what he wears. And I do. I try and get him out of that a little bit at a time. And a lot of, like if I buy him fancier, you know, more flamboyant stuff, he just won't wear it. Yeah. So I don't. I start throwing out all of the clothes that I don't like, and then eventually he has none, and then he has to wear the ones that I bought. <laughs> That's my okay, trick. Okay, that's a technique. Okay. I'm super excited for marriage after this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the recent Paris Hilton and Chris Zilka split. Rumor has it that he wants the $2.75 million ring back. Now, supposedly he didn't buy the ring and it was given to her by a friend. But regardless if she keeps a ring or not, do you think that in an everyday life situation that if someone does break off their engagement that they're entitled to keep the ring Joan. I just, I can't get this number out of my head. $2.75 million on an engagement ring. Yeah, and supposedly he didn't even pay for it. Her friend gave it to her. I don't know. That's what they say. Okay. First and foremost, I love that you even use the word entitled with Paris Hilton in one sentence. (laughs) Like, is she entitled? She's blonde, blue-eyed. But not is she entitled? entitled No, no, no. But no, we just use that as an example. She's not entitled, but is are you entitled to keep the ring? So let's say you break off with the guy. Should you be keeping the ring? I would say no. Million, I would not be breaking up with that man. Well. But if he didn't give it to her. Right. right? But okay, but it doesn't matter. Regardless if he gave it to her. We're just talking about an everyday life situation. Okay, so just like a regular ring, right? Like a isn't an engagement ring like a contract sort of? It's it's a promise, it's a gesture, it's like I don't know, I heard something about that. So, you know, there's that. So if you break the promise or the commitment, yeah, I think Maybe you should give it back. Right. But then, like, what do you want it for anyway? I agree. What are you going like, to do with it? The, the well, if it's s- worth that much money, you can pawn well, it off. Because but- Paris Hilton needs the money. Entitlement. Okay, now yeah. what, what it if, needs that money. But what if he breaks it off? Can she? Should she keep the ring if he breaks it off and she doesn't want him to break it off? Then I she would, keep would most the ring likely then. keep the ring. I would be like, you know what? Screw you. I'm keeping this. Yeah. Why keep it, though? Yeah, Why what not? are you going to do with it? I, I, just to spite them. No, man, I, I, I have more pride than that. I'm just like, you know what? I came in. It's I not will, about the ring. It's would, about the relationship. It shouldn't like, be about the ring. So you keep the ring. I just think I, I will take what I came in like to this relationship with and walk away with that too. Like I don't need, you know. I don't need your stuff. 
No. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're but if you're in that situation and you're upset and you're going through this breakup and you just want to be spiteful, I can see people doing it. I yeah, can see I'm a keeping lot of people this. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. I don't think so. Paris, sad. So. Okay, so friends of Paris are also saying that she grew tired of the relationship because she paid for almost everything. Now she's worth four hundred and thirteen million dollars while he's <laughs> worth five point five million. Do you think in a situation like this that she should be paying for more because she makes more money? Like, was she actually pulling money out of her designer purse and putting her credit card down every time they went for dinner? Or were there people arranging well, that, all that I stuff for know. her? I don't know. I didn't. Is this number, I, is this her, like, family assets? Or this is what she's worth? That's what she's worth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I just think that's ridiculous that we're even putting yeah. money behind, like, how much people are worth nowadays. Like, yeah. we're in a time right now where humanity is suffering. Like, I, I think, it, you know, it's totally a good, cool agree. conversation, but at the end of the day, like, she's always going to be, I don't know, I think whatever money's behind you isn't your actual worth in life. What you do and how you've moved in a world and what footprints you're leaving behind in this world is worth and more. And how than, do you know that's actually accurate? Like, if somebody Googled me, there'd probably be all, I, I have to actually do that. I have to see what people are saying like people can just make stuff up and all of a sudden it's a thing yeah like fake news so how do we know that that's his actual number and that's her actual number you don't that if he's only worth TMZ five million us. why why would she ever ever accept a ring of like two million if he's only worth five like yes. that's Very good just, point. like that's sad at this point everything's a photo op and that's where, like, Hollywood, like, I have girlfriends who are like, oh, my God, like, move to L.A. with your company and all that. Like, I find L.A. like a piece of candy. It looks good. It tastes good. But eventually it's going to rot your soul. And that's TMZ. I totally agree all with that. that. I think if you're going to be dating someone who doesn't make as much money as you, and if you're still expecting to live your lavish lifestyle, then you should expect to pay more. And seriously, what are you doing with that $413 million anyway? I don't see her giving it away to charity. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be some responsibility. What do you mean by paying more? On a lot more. of levels. Like the love that maybe he gave to her. And the like. You know him personally. We'll talk about yeah. that when we come back on the Dating and really? Relationship Great. Show. Yeah. Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. You're tuned into the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, and sitting beside me here is Joan Kelly Walker, the face Hello. of the Joan Kelly Walker collection. Hey. And our special guest in studio is fashion designer Hendrix Rowe, <laughs> a.k.a. Jordan. Hello. Before the break, we were arguing a lot about... <laughs> Not arguing. No, I know. It's friendly arguing. So in a situation where, you know, you're dating someone, uh, or a woman's dating a man, and she makes more money than him, should she be paying for more? And I say, you know, my, yeah, she should be, right? Who cares? Jordan, you had a really good uh, point there that you want to continue with. First of all, because I just love diversity and humans as humans saying like a woman should pay more for a man let's drop the labels like a woman to a man like I just think in a relationship um, there's ups and there's downs there's times when you can support somebody and there's times when they can support you and I yeah I, 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 I for me I just I never want a young girl to get in this idea that 
a man should pay for everything or that's like your be all end all because that's a nightmare. That's not an actual But there reality. are a lot of women out there that want to be taken care of and they think a man should take care of them. And I think there's a lot of men out there too that feel the same way. That, that they women. should be taken care of? Yes. Guys, I think absolutely. we're leaving a whole like avenue here. Like we, we're just talking men and women. Yeah. I'd just rather talk like human Relationships. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, women to women, men to men. Let's yeah, so so that. if one person in a relationship, whether it's gay, straight, whatever, makes more money than the other person, personally, I feel like, you know, there's always balance in life. And if that's a way that you can contribute and support the other person, then I think it's it's kind of your responsibility to do that. And especially right? if you make more money than the other person. Who cares? Like, you're in that relationship. Hopefully you're not in that relationship for just money. Yeah, yeah. I, I think as well, putting a dollar sign behind another human's worth, worth yeah. is really sickening. Like, so you make more money at some time, but guess what? During that time that you're making millions, you may have been incredibly depressed, and this person that was making nothing stuck by you and loved you and did everything that was more self-worth for you than you could ever purchase, you know? So I think putting a dollar sign behind people, that's where you go wrong. Mm -hmm. Very well said. Yes. Okay, let's change the subject now and talk about being friends with your ex. <laughs> now, spending a holiday with your boyfriend's family for the first time can be nerve-wracking, especially if he's got kids. But what if you add his ex-wife and her new husband to the mix? So last year, Paltrow's then-rumored fiancé and now-husband, Brad Falchek, joined the party. And this year, Martin's girlfriend, Dakota Johnson, she's in that movie Fifty mm -hmm. Shades of Grey, uh, joined them. So this mix to me sounds like a holiday nightmare just waiting to happen. So what do you ladies think of this? Well, if she's already, no, he's already remarried first? No. If one of them has already remarried. No, he has a girlfriend. She's remarried. Okay, she's remarried. So the girlfriend shouldn't be feeling threatened. So I don't see why that is not a well, feasible you're in a situation. Similar, you're in a similar situation because yeah, your husband was married before you and he has yeah. two children with his first wife. Yes. Like, do you guys hang out at Thanksgiving and Christmas all together? You know, not all the time, but I mean, there are occasions that we're all together. I mean, kids' birthdays and stuff like that. And, and it's fine. Like, we're all yeah. mature adults. And I think when people split up and it's amicable, then... That's the way it should be. It's when there's not balance. It's when somebody hurts the other person or they feel like that person stepped on them or something. That's, I mean, that hurts. So that's where there's imbalance. But if two people make a decision, okay, we're not going to stay together, the kids should always be the priority. And they have to, you know, they loved each other enough to be together. They have to love each other enough to support each other as they drift apart. So you got to try and get there. I don't know how you get there if somebody's not, if somebody's feeling jilted. Yeah. It's hard. And You're Jordan. the best it's like, oh, woman yeah. ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay. If I ever get a divorce, you, I hope you're the woman that takes my husband. I will Does that talk to you. Because <laughs> you're so lovely. <laughs> so Jordan, let's talk about being friends with your ex because you are best friends with your ex. I am. Tell best me about that. Ex. That's got to cause some issues, some problems. Yeah. yeah oh. Did you have kids? Does he have kids? Yeah. No, okay. no. He's his own kid. Um, yeah, we met. It's funny. We were having dinner last night, and he's like, 17 years ago. I was like, <laughs> like, back it up. Now, does he currently have wow. a girlfriend? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. 
On Facebook, it says he's single. Just joking, guys. He's my best friend. Well, that means yes, something. Yes, he is single right now. So when he was in a relationship with someone, did it cause any problems with the oh, person I'm that sure. he was currently they, they, dating? Like, he's really lovely to me, so I come first a lot of times. And so, yeah, it's caused a lot of... And I think people don't understand why we are still so connected. You know, um, we did my very first line at Tom Fashion Week. I collaborated with him and... There's a love there. We've been through everything together, and we love each other very much. Well, that's amazing because mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I don't really hang out with any of my ex boyfriends, and I can see that uh, being a problem um, moving forward with any relationship that I have. It's I don't trying. think any guy that I date would be okay with me hanging out with an ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. So my husband's ex wife, the first time I met her, and this would have been like twenty some years ago 20 years ago she put her arm around me and said so what do you want to know about dawn and it was like she just was supportive did she tell you anything bad (laughs) no we didn't really go take it any further than that but i thought it was nice that she was making an effort and she was being sort of you know really lighthearted about it and and i appreciated that well and that to me means that she's pretty much over the relationship yeah yeah well a lot of people aren't though they break up and and there's one person party that's just not over the other mm-hmm. yeah that's a problem yeah trust it, it gets weird so there's moments of course but i think with my ex as well like i've known him we forever. need to take a break we're going to come right back to that okay uh you're listening to the dating and relationship show Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta. Joan Kelly Walker's here from uh, the Real Housewives of Toronto and the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker collection. And our special guest is amazing, the amazing fashion designer Hendrix Rowe, aka Jordan. Hello. Hi. You're so cute, Jordan. (laughs) So before the break, we were talking about having a relationship with your ex, especially when they're in another relationship. Yeah. And I cut you off, Jordan. What were you going to say? Yeah, I think it gets difficult for sure. But I think as well, like my ex and I, we met when we were very young and we've gone through our 20s together and now we're in our 30s. Like, it's awful for his girlfriend to go into his life, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> you probably. But he's the love of my life, and he's not going anywhere. Like, and but if we, you so meet you her, get... you can make that easier and more gentle for her, just by being yourself and being warm. Yeah. And she's probably like has fear of the unknown. But, like, if but, she hasn't met you yet, Jordan, you said he's the love of your life. Why can't you guys reconcile and get back together? It sounds like you're you still both really <laughs> love each other, and you know you're maybe both searching for something that you're maybe just searching for each other and. And you don't even know it. Hmm. Did my mom just call you? Well, I am a relationship expert. So I, you know, usually the things that you're telling me, it's just, yeah. It just seems like you guys both love there's each other. There's a whole and lot of love there, but there's a whole lot of hurt there. And um, yeah, but there's counseling for the hurt. And now, see, I'm going to be your counselor here. There's a lot of counseling. Can I get a tequila? <laughs> Actually, we should start bringing wine into the show. I'm actually going to bring mimosas. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, I know we're getting really personal here. No, More like people it, are going to tune in because they want to hear the the juicy gossip. 
It's like on Instagram. They want to see you when you get up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> they do. I did that this morning. You Five did? o'clock. I'm like, okay, I'm getting like ready. You rolled, have an like you rolled, like, did you day. roll out of bed? Well, pretty much. So, you know, no, I had a shower and then I had my hair all clipped up and no makeup. So, you ever notice when people go on social media and they've got the, like, they do all the funny little apps or what, what are those? The emojis or no, yeah. the apps where they look like bunnies the fil- and stuff. Yes. The filters, that's, so that's what they're called. They're yeah, cute. but they do that because they look like crap and they were. <laughs> I need to do they're more wear, filters. They're, wear, they're not wearing makeup. I need to makeup. figure out how to do that. You know, and it, but it drives me crazy when people do it for every single post. It's like, listen, if you're going to post daily, go put some freaking makeup on, okay? Yeah. If you feel uncomfortable, <laughs> stop looking like a bunny rabbit every single day. 100%. <laughs> okay, we, you we wa- tell them. Yeah, Chris I want to get back to the Chris Zilka. You know him personally because we asked you that, and he said he was a lovely human. He's being. a lovely, lovely human being. I knew him many years ago when I lived in Vancouver. He was on a series out in Vancouver, and I knew him. Yeah, he's he's lovely. Like I, Paris is lost in my opinion. And mm. a quick question. Yeah, I know marijuana is legal now. <laughs> Do you find that you design better when you're smoking that stuff? Do you I smoke it? A, I don't smoke it. Oh, interesting. Either. Okay. Because yeah. people say you get creative on it, and I would figure that a lot of designers would. would no, um, I have a partnership with um, uh, Aurora's brand, um, San Rafael, but no, I, I'm not a weed smoker. Okay. Nor am I. Yes, you know, we know I, that. It has no influence on my brand whatsoever. Yeah, no, I, I, it makes me paranoid. <laughs> You'd find me in like Central Park in New York, hundred <laughs> percent. With I'm your like, with your camouflage pants, no, like absolute, we may not no, even like, find you. No, like abs- <laughs> I'd be absolutely naked, radioing you in. You're like, we can see you. There's cops around you. <laughs> but no, like no, I'm, I, I, I think it's beautiful what it does for people. But um, what do you mean, beautiful? What it does for what it does? I, for I think there's a lot of uh, um, great. I think things. it does some nasty things too to people. Like what? Mm-hmm. Well, people that have been smoking it for a long time, they tend to get a lot of anxiety in, in their elderly years, and uh, they have to stop smoking it. I think the CBD is incredibly amazing because I actually need to get some. You know, and that you, they, that's the thing that's pissing me off. They want you to go buy it off the government, but then like. There's a mail strike going on, and you're not getting your stuff. So people are still going to these dispensaries. But the CBD is amazing. I was taking it for about a month, and it really helped with the pain for in my what? back. My oh, I have a okay. I have chronic pain in my back. It's just it's just in my muscles and stuff. Right. And uh, it really did help. And last night when I woke up at four a.m. and I had to take an Advil, I was like, oh, I wish I had CBD right now. <laughs> so yes, the CBD is <laughs> quite amazing. So listen, ladies. Any last thoughts? Anything else you want to say before we end the show today? Wow. So where's your next fashion show? That's what oh, I want to know. Oh, Toronto Fashion Week is around the corner. Dates have not been finalized. So where can we That's find awesome. you ladies? Instagram handle, Hendrix Row. Hendrix Row Style at Twitter. And Hendrix Row on yeah, Facebook. And Joan, where can people find you? Either at the Joan Kelly Walker Collection on Instagram or Joan KWW on Instagram or uh, com, And I am hosting a New Year's party for 250 plus singles at the gorgeous Kelly's Landing at York in front. Oh yeah, perfect location right across the street from Union Station. So you don't even need to walk outside. You can just go underground to get there. For more information and tickets, visit singleinthecity.ca. Bring some friends or come alone. You're all welcome. Hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show. Until next week, ciao for now.